0: chapter twelve of the holy land and syria by frank g carpenter this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by betty b easter in jerusalem at no time in the whole year is the holy city so interesting as during easter week jerusalem seems always filled to overflowing but during holy week it is crowded and jammed with people for days and nights on end to a degree that is impossible to describe i had the good fortune to be here during the most remarkable easter that jerusalem ever had when by a curious coincidence the calendars of the various sects filled the holy feasts on the same days and the jewish passover and the mohammedan festival of nebu musa or the pilgrimage from the mosque of omar to the tomb of moses came during easter week these celebrations packed the narrow vaulted winding streets of jerusalem with a jam of crushed and crushing humanity they filled the monasteries which surround the walls with tens of thousands of pilgrims and clothed the holy city in a greater variety of colors than were in the coat which jacob gave to his favorite son joseph the walls of jerusalem enclose an area of not more than three hundred acres of ground made up of hill and hollow all filled with the flat roofed box-like houses there is no regularity in the city the streets wind in and out and up and down now becoming narrow murky tunnels and now roofed with the blue sky of palestine they are so narrow that through most of them no wheeled vehicle can go and standing in the middle of many of them you can touch the walls on both sides with your outstretched hands it is in such streets that the thousands move to and fro at easter I doubt whether there is a town of five hundred population in the United States, which is built upon three hundred acres of land. Here, there are over one hundred times that many people, and the Easter visitors swell the number to as many more. During Holy Week, the bulk of this mass of humanity crowds into the section of the city surrounding the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. There seems to be scores of thousands of worshippers in an area less than that of a city block and the two or three narrow streets leading to the sanctuary become so crowded that moslem soldiers must be constantly on guard to keep them in order the gay colors of the clothes of the orient turn the streets into a flowing mass of broken rainbows and the jabber of a score of languages makes a noise quite as remarkable as that heard at the tower of babel let me show you david street as it looked to me the day after palm sunday david street is the narrow way leading from jaffa gate down into the city it is about ten feet wide and we go through it into the christian street which by a second turn brings us to the church of the holy sepulchre at the top is the town of david a square stone structure one hundred feet high a part of which was in existence before the christian era in the large square in front of this is the vegetable market of jerusalem where peddlers from bethlehem and elsewhere sit on the stones with their baskets about them standing with our backs to the tower as far as we can see we look upon a moving mass of pilgrims and natives of all ages and colors and costumes twenty different nations are represented in the faces which look toward us here is an ethiopian priest in a tall black cap and a long black gown whose black eyes are set in features as shiny as oiled ebony he is one of the abyssinian fathers and has had his place in the ceremonies at easter that mahogany-faced man in a yellow gown is a persian and the fierce-looking ishmaelite behind him in a blanket of black and white stripes his bronzed face crowned by a yellow silk handkerchief is a bedouin he is of the moslem faith and is on his way to worship at the mosque behind him comes a woman in a white sheet her features are covered with a yellow gauze cloth with red leaves printed upon it she is the wife of a mohammedan merchant and her face is not to be seen outside the harem that slender black-eyed girl with the dark roses in her cheeks is the daughter of a polish jew her cap is black and like all of her sisters she wears a little silk flowered shawl some of the prettiest women in the world are peddling vegetables about you as you note their complexions you can hardly realize that they live under the fierce sun of the tropics their skins are as fair as the cheeks of the girls of dublin and their regular features would make them beauties in america they wear high caps bound round with silver coins row after row rising up from their foreheads against a background of black velvet here is a crowd of russian peasants the honest bronzed faces of the women look out under the brown handkerchiefs tied about their heads in place of bonnets and their short dresses of cheap cotton or wool come halfway down over their high-topped boots the men have tall fur caps and their coats are made with skirts as full as the petticoats of the women the faces of both sexes are strong with honesty and industry showing in every line they cross themselves as two greek priests pass them Let us push our way through the crowd. That tall soldier in red fez and European uniform breaks the way for us. We pass good-natured Moslems and Jews. We are jostled by Bedouin girls in gypsy dress and by Bethlehem shepherds clad in sheepskins. Going by the market, women squatting at the turning, we follow the crowd and pass on to the entrance of one of the tunnel-like bazaars. Leaving this, we turn into another arch at the right, and diving through vaulted, twisting caves of stores we go down some steps past the money changers who sit at the street corners with little glass covered boxes of gold and silver coins before them brushing by dozens of beggars we arrive at last in the court in front of the great church of the holy sepulchre now we are in the heart of the jerusalem of easter this court is where the multitude stood to see the crucifixion of our lord on the opposite side from the entrance in a corner of the church of the holy sepulchre is the rock of calvary and the buildings which surround it are the convents and monasteries of the various christian sects a stream of worshippers of all nations passes continuously among the hordes of beggars and peddlers squatting on the stones here a young syrian is selling candles of all kinds and sizes from tapers no bigger than your little finger to great cylinders as thick as your arm to pilgrims who go to burn them before the altars within the sepulchre there is a rosary peddler doing a rushing business she is a bethlehem girl with two bushels of beads they are made of olive wood and of the pips of the olive itself as well as of -of mother-of-pearl all around you are the characters of the scriptures here is a dark brown man whose face reminds you of that of judas in leonardo da vinci's last supper is peddling little crosses of of mother-of-pearl here is a woman with a face as beautifully sad as that of mary magdalene and there is an old man selling pictures of the church dignitaries whose patriarchal beard and honest eyes make you think of abraham there are peddlers of brass rings and glass bracelets from hebron the crier of drinks in bare feet and blue gown with his skin water bottle on his back passes along announcing his wares by clinking his two brass drinking-cups together the crowd moves on in a never-ending stream toward the door of the church it is the same morning and evening day in and day out thousands upon thousands of footsteps have worn the flagstones to the smoothness of marble and on and on they come year after year and generation after generation we enter the church of the holy sepulchre the church which these people believe covers the spot where christ was crucified and where his tomb is kept it is the church that constantine built the church for which the crusaders fought the shrine where the religious of all christendom would bow it is a vast building of yellow limestone rising out of and above a jumble of houses in front of the court with a dome a little smaller than that of our capital at washington at one side a chapel rises above the other parts of the structure to the second story and the whole stands upon hill and valley so that the chapel rests upon a rock high above the level of the ground floor this rock is supposed to be calvary upon which stood the cross of christ around the rotunda extends a series of buildings consisting of godly decorated churches and chapels of a dozen different denominations and sects a wide vaulted aisle runs around between these and the rotunda into which they open entering we go through a high arched door past a ledge cut into the wall at the right where mohammedan officers smoke long stemmed water pipes while they sit with their legs crossed and direct the soldiers posted here to keep the crowds in order we go into a great square vestibule in the centre of which with rows of immense candles at its head and foot there lies under a long row Of beautiful brass lamps a rectangular stone of rose-colored marble about eight feet long and four feet wide it is four inches above the floor and around its edges burn the wax tapers of worshippers this is the stone of unction on which it is said the body of the lord was laid when it was anointed for burial pilgrim after pilgrim walks forward and prostrates himself before it each one gets down on his knees and bows his head to the floor then leans over and kisses the stone as we come closer we see that the marble has been worn rough by the pressure of human lips as we stand and watch the earnest worshippers who pray before it we cannot but be impressed with their faith an old peasant woman in black who trembles as she puts her long thin hands caressingly on the marble bends over and touches it again and again with her withered lips a pretty boy of ten crosses himself and kneels beside his armenian mother while they go through their devotions together another pilgrim lays his beads on the slab that they may be blessed by the contact and crosses himself as he rises now there kneels a family of greeks the men in the ballet-girl costume of the albanians followed by a richly dressed lady who lays some cakes of incense on the slab and prays long before it behind her come two russian women with long strips of white linen in their hands waiting until the crowd has partially thinned they measure the stone with this cloth and cut it into strips of just the size of the slab they rub these strips over the stone praying as they do so for these are to be their winding sheets and they believe that buried in them they will rest more easily in their graves it is difficult to appreciate the solemnity of the worship at the church of the holy sepulchre there is superstition mixed with earnest honest faith as is so often the case in the poor weak human brain even in those who lay claim to greater intellectuality than these poor pilgrims these tens of thousands of pilgrims continue to pray as they rise from the stone of unction and then with bowed heads walk on into the great rotunda of the church itself here in the very center rises an oblong marble structure about thirty feet high twenty-five feet long and seventeen feet wide the marble is yellow with age and the architecture of the building is rude rather than artistic this is the tomb of christ it is more like a chapel than a tomb and its fronts and sides are covered with candles curious brass lamps with glass globes of different colors hang like a frieze around its alabaster top and between these are oil paintings of a scriptural scenes in its front in gold pillars as tall as a man are columns of painted wax each six inches thick and twelve feet high at the top of each of these a flame trembles at easter there flows through its low door an endless stream of humanity we enter through a vestibule so dark that we can hardly see the features of the people around us and find the same kissing and praying going on upon the column of marble about three feet high standing in the centre of the vestibule thousands of kisses are pressed every day into its top is set a piece of the stone which was rolled from the door of christ's tomb the stones walling the tomb are very thick and the door is so narrow that only one man can enter it at a time and so low that even boys bow their heads in going in the space within is so small that it will hold only four persons at once it is dimly lighted with candles and a greek priest in cap and gown is always on guard at the right of the room set into the wall there is a marble slab of purest white resting upon another slab about four feet high and forming a box or ledge this box is supposed to have been the sepulchre of christ to the people of the christian world the holiest of the holy places of the earth the worshippers here pray and drop their tears and men reverently back their way out to give place to others all of the christian sects claim a right to the tomb and it is free of access to every denomination the chapels of the various churches opening into the rotunda are gorgeously decorated and each sect has some relic of the crucifixion which people consider their especial charge and which they guard with the greatest reverence one chapel contains the stocks in which some of the saints were imprisoned and the chapel of the syrians has the tomb of nicodemus and of joseph of arimathea the latins have the column of the scourging the greeks who have the finest chapel of all those surrounding the rotunda are first born in wealth and power in the church of the sepulchre the oriental christians are very superstitious and have implicit faith in all the stories connected with the sepulchre they believe that the ceremonies of easter carry with them saving grace and during this holy week they are in a state of religious frenzy the officers of the various churches do all they can to increase this excitement with the result that there is a series of religious pageants in which each patriarch and his bishops tried to outshine the other churches in splendor and gorgeous ceremonials the competition is so great that at times the various sects break out into unchristian fights and once there was a riot in the holy sepulchre in which more than three hundred pilgrims were suffocated or trampled to death during the ceremonies of easter companies of soldiers are stationed in the more holy places of jerusalem and several companies surround the various patriarchs in their church exercises. The celebrations begin with Palm Sunday. The patriarchs bless the palms which are distributed by the thousands to the people. Every man, woman, and child in Jerusalem seems to be waving palm branches, and the court and church of the sepulcher are filled with green. The Greek patriarch and his bishops march three times around the Grand aisle outside of the rotunda of the church, bearing a cross of gold and preceded by clouds of incense from urns carried by the bishops in gorgeous white brocaded silk gowns covered with roses of red and gold. In the procession there are a score or more of bishops with crosses of diamonds six inches long upon their breasts and with their long hair flowing from under their high caps and down upon their shoulders. The Greek patriarch, the central figure of all of these celebrations and the head of the greek church in palestine and arabia carries the gold cross-like staff of his office he is dressed in the most gorgeous of gowns of cloth of gold and silver and upon his handsome gray head is his cap of high place a great dome-like tiara of silver and gold fairly blazing with diamonds emeralds and rubies each of them worth a fortune every day of holy week has its ceremonies and between times the pilgrims visit the spots made sacred by association with christ's life about jerusalem they kiss the ground on which stephen was stoned they visit the monastery which now stands on the floor of the house of pontius pilate they pray before christ's prison and they hold services all along the via dolorosa kneeling and praying at the various stations the easter festival itself is not so wonderful in comparison with the services of the week the day is ushered in with the ringing of bells the russian pilgrims rush into each other's arms and give the kiss of peace the easter celebrations are more notable for the display of fine vestments and gorgeous plate than for the excellence of the music or unusual features in the ceremonies the latin churches hold their services in front of the chapel of the holy sepulchre the latin patriarch officiating there is a solemn high mass in front of the sepulchre and after this the patriarch and bishops followed by the crowd bearing lighted candles march around the church of the holy sepulchre chanting and offering up their prayers on the spots made sacred by their association with the saviour's death and burial the ceremonies of the greek church come later when all over the hills about jerusalem can be heard the voices of the people And the sound of the bells pealing forth the song of the risen Saviour. End of chapter twelve.